Hey guys, before we get started with the new episode, we wanted to apologize for the audio quality in this episode. It's not amazing, it's not great, it's not bad, but it could obviously use some improvements as I'm sure that you're about to find out. So moving forward, we are going to be making some efforts to improve that, and we hope that you guys will bear with us for that. So um, without further ado, here is our new episode. Welcome to the Naked Relationship Podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm Kelly. And we are joined with the with the sexy couple from uh, Swinging Along Podcast, Chris and Karen. Yay, we're so excited. We are even more excited. Hi, guys. Woo! Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. You guys are the first ones to be a guest on our podcast. Yeah. Not oh, saying you should feel all right, but... We're breaking, yeah. we're breaking your virginity. Right, popping the cherry. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my cherry just popped. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of bleeding all over the place. Is that normal? Ugh. It kind of hurts. I don't know. Yeah, if it hurts, it's, it's I don't know. I don't know, man. Pain is good. Pain is good, guys. <laughs> just go with that. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So, we kind of wanted to talk about, uh, you know, what we look for in the single life. I mean, in a single male, because we've experienced single male problems, as I'm sure you guys have, uh, based off of your recent podcast and admissions to <laughs> kick and all these other various platforms as well as um you know a lot of other people i'm sure like i'm sure this isn't just limited to us it's a very easy thing to to have happen you know just single guy problems well yeah i mean the single guy you can ask anybody that's really super active in the lifestyle and other podcasters you're going to scroll through their episodes and i can guarantee you that at least one of them is going to have either a single guy dilemma or uh, rules for single guys, or any type of major issue that a swinging couple, whether you're married or just together, um, you know, you're you're gonna have that. Probably your first issue in the in the uh, swinging slash alternative lifestyle is you're going to encounter with a single person. Um, ours was was with a single the single men, um, and nah, I mean, well, I mean, the single women are not single women. The, single, the problem with the single women are they don't exist. <laughs> Yeah, that's why they're called unicorns, right? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, it's so hard. It is, and I mean, I I completely understand though where single people are coming from in the lifestyle, and I try to be uh, basically devil's advocate when I'm looking at a situation. I look at okay, how is a single person feeling coming into this you know lifestyle? Whether it's purely just a sexual relationship, where they're pretty much getting used for you know to fulfill a fantasy for a couple. Or perhaps they're looking more for like a poly or long-term, you know, friends with benefits. It's kind of along the same thing. But um, yeah, I've had some pretty good single guy relationships or or sexual experiences, you can say, um, which is why I keep problem is I just wish they had better etiquette. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of people just like a lot of single guys are on here and they're like, I'm really only here to talk to the to the female or um or they just have like a really disrespectful way to say that they're only into the straight stuff you know uh whether that's like that's gay or like whatever it's just like so disrespectful that it's just like you know he might have had a chance until he said it like that and then it's just like it's game over for him really right correct i mean obviously anybody who listens to our podcast knows that chris recently came out that he is bisexual um and that we by uh, by curious (laughs) because he hasn't had that experience yet it's just it's the fact that the problem we run into is you know men that are disrespectful a to our rules which we (laughs) which we don't have many rules so i 
feel bad for the couples that have a longer list because that is just something that, I mean, I, I can't imagine how difficult it is for them to find someone. Um, but it's also, I mean, call me old fashioned if I can say the word old fashioned right now. But yeah. I, just because I'm a, I'm a hot leg doesn't mean that I'm going to just spread my legs within five minutes of meeting you. And that's the problem that I'm running into. Let's go out. Let's have a beer. Let's have a shot. Let's enjoy a little bit of the nightlife. Let's connect on a, on a fun, personable level. And then let's go out. And yeah. go. That's right. What is it? $3 for a beer, $5 for a shot? Dude, I'm a cheap date, man. $8. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, you mentioned, like, you do have, like, a couple rules. Like, what, what are those few rules that you, you do even have? We have rules. <laughs> you know. So, all right. So the one rule that we usually live by, but I, I don't know if we're swaying from it, is we get we run into a lot of people when we find couples, and they only want my wife. Like they just want a threesome, and we look at it like if we have a hard time finding that unicorn, we're not just going to willingly give you my wife for your unicorn experience. But if your wife wants to come over first and do it. Oh, yeah. Which is never going to happen. So that's pretty much a hard rule that we don't, she doesn't play with couples. Right. And I mean, I think our rules apply in different situations. If you're coming into the, into our relationship as the bull to fulfill Chris's cuckold fantasy, then you have to understand that you're going to be videotaped. You're going to have pictures taken. It doesn't have to be of your face, but that, you know, that's the whole point of the whole cuckold uh, and bull fantasy is especially if you know, you don't want me around. <laughs> exactly. Like it's, it's, we've learned that it does. It's a little bit awkward uh, when Chris is in the room for, for some men who are not really experienced in that aspect of it. But you know, I'm either going to call Chris in the middle of having sex so he can hear it, or I'm going to, you know, we're going to send, you know, pictures of me giving you a blow job and you know, your dick is going to be in the picture. It's not like we're going to share it with anybody, but you know, th no, that's the, basically a rule of ours. If someone knew what your dick looked like though, then that's an Impressive dick. <laughs> oh my god! I, I I just don't think I can argue with you on that one. You know, if someone knows what your dick looks like. That's yeah. an impressive dick. <laughs> Either that or I mean, my titties are pretty much well known, so I guess a dick could be well known. <laughs> I guess you have to put them out there because uh, I'm a little bit of an exhibitionist and I love it, so it's okay. <laughs> Kelly's kind of turning into a bit of an exhibitionist with it's her Twitter. Oh, I've seen it. We've, we've been stalking you, Callie. <laughs> yes, what do you think? Tell me. I like the back. Love. Uh, we love. We want to see more of it. Love. <laughs> Great. It's good to hear. Well, there there is more content on the way. Yeah. Excellent. So. Excellent. I might I might even put up a, a bid for some of your panties, I heard. So. Yes, uh, do it. It's fun. I love it. <laughs> do it. Um, but yeah, no, so that's, I mean, those, I we, like I said, well, I, we have our rules together where we always need to tell each other where we're going. So at all times, Chris knows <laughs> where I'm going to the, to an extent <laughs> there have been some, in the beginning, we had no, to kind of work just, through that. I'm just saying there's other fantasies to an extent. Oh I mean, yeah. Well, you know, we don't have any rules. Then you know what? Just fuck it. We have no rules. Couple <laughs> <laughs> one is kind of like a hard rule. Cause you're not going to find like any couple that's willing to, uh, send their wife over to another couple because they're not looking for that yeah, yeah i think in the terms of if someone wants to play with us as a single person that really doesn't happen unless as a couple if we're doing single play because obviously we try to live also like a poly lifestyle if chris goes on a date with a, a single girl that's different if i go on a date with a single guy that's different 
but we're not going to be the single person for another couple unless that couple wanted to then swap their single person for the experience. Yeah, I think I'd be okay with that, but it's never happening. It's never uh, happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know that we are there yet, personally speaking, and that's not necessarily for everyone, but it's, it's just kind of like, it's one of those for us that I think long-term down the road, I think we want to get to because Kelly has like a fantasy where she wants to feel like she's cheating on me, which is fine. You know, it's just kind of one of those things where we have to build up and, and work towards. Yeah. Five plus years in the making for us. Though, yeah. So. I mean, really? we, we're, we're going to be celebrating one year of our podcast in, in March and it's taking, I mean, you, anyone can see the evolution of our own sexuality and where we are in the lifestyle in that one year, but we've been in the lifestyle for four years before mm-hmm. that. Now we're five now. Yeah. We're on, we're on our fifth year. Um, well, we started out real slow the first year yeah. or two. We tried to podcast back then. With yeah. One episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's the fact that you, you will eventually evolve. I mean, Kelly, that fantasy that you have is something that Chris has. Chris has this where he wants me to tell him I'm working late, but in reality, I'm out being naughty. And he doesn't want me to come home and tell him, like, leave my cell phone oh, oh, like it, on the couch or something. And he checks it. And there's a picture of, like, me or, hey, I had a great time fucking you last night or something of that nature. Um, and he finds out that way. But when we first started out, that would have never been, you know, a an scenario option. or an option yeah. that we would have mm-hmm. ever discussed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. It's just like, it's, it's taken so like, what is it like two years we've known each other? Yeah. And when we first started out, we just wanted to explore all the sexual stuff that we wanted to do to each other. Mm-hmm. And then it's evolved since that because our relationship for almost two years, all of it was based solely on sex until we went to therapy together and decided to like actually build a solid relationship on communication and honesty and respect. And that's helped open up this other aspect of our sexual relationship and yeah. bringing other people into it. Cause we talked about for about a year and a half, you know, swinging and it took probably, I don't know, four months of therapy to kind of, you know, make it to where we both kind of felt okay with it. And for you, it was, you didn't think that I could handle swinging. Yeah. I didn't think you could do it because you were extremely jealous. Okay. Remember when that one time that guy texted me, it's like, who the fuck is this? I was like, it's this, I was like this bitch is going down. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, I should have had a first inclination that Chris was built for this lifestyle because he was never a jealous person that I used to get angry with him and say, how come you're not jealous? I would would leave the house on girls night in the sluttiest outfits ever. And he would just be like, he'd slap my ass going out the door. And I would be like, you're not jealous at all. (laughs) To beat up at the bar, but we're not. That was different. Well, I mean, we, I mean, we're, we'll be together 10 years in April. we've come a long we've come a long way with it we have and we think it's pretty awesome that you guys talk about therapy out in the open because i think that sometimes people think that if you're going to therapy especially in this lifestyle i feel like people that are swingers or that are activists in the community they're sometimes a little bit afraid to say hey i went to therapy or we're going to therapy sometimes it's something that your relationship just it's like maintenance you get your car oil changed up and whatnot sometimes you need to go to therapy to just talk or maybe have you know have someone else um have you 
in a sense. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I guess what I'm trying to say here is sometimes a therapist can help you bring certain things out. And, you know, when Chris and I, you know, about a year before we started getting into the swinging lifestyle, we had hit a rough patch and we did the same thing. We had gone to therapy and through that, that helped us communicate better with each other. So then through that communication, Chris was able to finally open up to me and tell me that he had this fantasy of being a cuck. And from there, it all went uphill, not downhill, because his lifestyle has been amazing. So, um, But if we had never gone to therapy when we were having the rough patch, we would have never had the communication skills to be able to talk to each other about this lifestyle. Yeah, that's. I think the communication, one, as well as the trust, was what was holding us back because Kelly always thought I couldn't handle it. And, you know, and I was jealous to a point, which again, kind of comes back to the trust. But at the same time, if we don't have the communication that we have now, I, you know, we probably would not even have made it past the first experience. Yeah. You know what I, I would say is uh, we, April will be 10 years. August will be nine years married. Yeah. So we got married really fast. Well, when being, I knew what I wanted, I knew what I a, wanted. After being together. So I, I've always known that she's loved me. So I never really, it doesn't bother me like that. Um, I was never jealous because I knew she loved me and wanted to be with me. So, yeah, yeah it made it easier, I guess. But I will tell you, I mean, the fact that we started to travel down the poly, which poly now incorporates emotions and feelings for another person, yeah. you have to have an immensely strong communication um, with your partner and then your other partner as well. I mean, this is something that I'm sure, you know, you guys have heard like my whole Chris and I had to have a sit down over the whole incident with John, who was my recent, who I thought was going to be, this is the great, like, this is the great first guy for Polly in this aspect. And, you know, um, and he, he, I really got hurt by him. And it was the first time that Chris had to sit back and watch me essentially shed some tears over a guy over another guy that wasn't him and we talked about it and he was like you know what this didn't bother me i'm bo more bothered that you got hurt out of this but i'm not bothered by the fact that you had these feelings for him right you better not show up at the bar next week oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's crazy so that's it's a problem that with single guys too you haven't dabbled too much into the single guy uh avenue yet have you or or you have i know you guys had the three three someone because yeah. we definitely had our, our very quiet car ride listening yes. to that episode <laughs> we've had what five or six experience so not really that much experience but i believe four of those were with the single male yeah and three three of those threesomes were um the same one yes now when you guys find someone like that too that you know you want to probably play with do you meet them out for a drink first like because that's what we do well we try to however with this the one that we frequent um it was 4 a.m in the morning yeah it was 4 a.m he drove an hour to come get his wiener touched if you will and um, <laughs> you know. that was like a a weird situation yeah and then the second time was we we kind of did that in a way. Like we had him over and we had a beer or two before we did the do. And right. third time that we did it with him, we actually, you know, wined and dined him. So not only did he get free food, but he also got his wiener touch. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that, um, could we, we, that's a strong, when we meet someone for the first time or she does, 
Mm -hmm. I, we don't think we're asking a lot for them to meter out. They don't even, they don't have to drink either, even though that would be a downer for Karen, I think. I mean, uh, I can handle the drinking for both of us, uh, but. <laughs> you know, we're not asking, I don't think we're asking for a lot when we ask them to come out, have a drink. They don't even have, I don't even need to be around. I trust her judgment. And if she needs me, she'll call me yeah. um, and just have a drink with her, get to know her. And then listen, Karen lived for a while with the strong rule that she will not sleep with you on the first date. And she's broken that rule, I think, twice now. So <laughs> that rule's definitely flexible if she gets a good vibe from you. It, it, but you have to come out to do that. Yes, both times I broke that rule. I, I texted Chris and went, excuse well, myself. I and I, the, one. the one, but I excused myself and I went to the restroom and I said, look, uh, I'm going back to this guy's house. And he was very shocked. And he said, are, are you sure? Are you comfortable? I was like, listen. I've never been more comfortable before in my entire life. And I said, I'll give you the address of where I'm going. I had been drinking. I never drink and drive. And I didn't want to call Lyft from there. The guy was obviously going to take me to his house. So I was like, here, just pick me up when I call you. <laughs> oh, well, then that's, that's, three, that's three times. Then. Yeah. Because so, then you had the car incident and then you had John, who I was there for. Well, the car incident wasn't a fucking, it was yeah, a blow job. Well, I'm more lenient with oral sex here, okay? Just put that out there. <laughs> um. But I, the guy was very communicative, like he treated, he, it was, if he was, if I was a single girl, I would have been begging this dude to probably marry me because of how great he treated me out. He didn't rush the date. He in fact wanted to stay out a little bit. Um, and he, you know, just treated me with the utmost respect. And even when we went back to his house, he made sure I was comfortable. Um, he didn't push anything. He pretty much let me take the reins. Um, and then he took the reins in the areas that I like, <laughs> then, you know, I called afterwards, he poured me a glass of wine. He didn't rush me out the house and Chris came and got me. And I mean, unfortunately, you know, the guy wasn't going to be around in the area long in that aspect. And yeah, I trust me. I wish I could have that guy back all the time because he would have been a repeat single guy in a sense. But um, and some people have said, you know, well, do you think you hold too high a standard to the single guys? Well, yes, yes, I do. I hold a high standard to them because most of a single guy's fantasy is to fuck a hot wife or a wife in general or a slut wife. I would say you want to call it, you know, the least you can do is I'm not even asking for dinner. I'm asking for a few cocktails to unwind. So you'll buy your own appetizer. Let, dude, <laughs> how many times I'm like, you know what? I'll pick up my own check in the, at this point, but it's, you know, let's go out, let's talk. Let's, let's have the uncomfortable conversation where you asked me when the last time I was tested, I ask you when the last time you were tested, you know, let's, let's have those, you know, uncomfortable but necessary conversations over a glass or two of wine let's talk about what each other's looking for and and what we're what and what we're let's expecting. talk about, let's see if we feel each other out like you you may not be into her he may not she may not be into him like you need to have that connection that vibe still yes to want to go further you don't you're gonna fuck anybody. no i don't want to like my last date i went on where he basically we, told we, me to suck down my wine and to swing him. <laughs> we also had we also had the running joke that uh, she looks at how I talk to other women, and she's like, "Damn it!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No, kind of go, going back into like the standards. You know, I feel like if for us, if the gentleman would have said, "Suck down your wine," so we can go back and do it, I feel like that would be a no-no for us. I feel like we we would let him down at that point, but kind of diving even further, you know, um, you know, with the standards, you know, I was thinking about it all week. And, and one of the things that I want that we, I think that we all want is number one, respect, um, non bedroom, I mean, bedroom aside, but 
um, you know, respect as well as to be, you know, I, I really want to meet a guy that is going to treat Kelly like the queen that I try to treat her like, not necessarily like where he falls in love with her, but just, you know, treats her with a lot of respect and right. like a queen, you know, not, you know, super douchey, right. I guess, you know, and, and I feel like that's not too much to ask really, but it, it's proving to be way too much to ask out of most single guys. I well, feel like. I, I, it's not a lot to ask. It really isn't. Cause we kind of live along the same lines. I guess the problem that we all run into and which I'm sure other people do as well is we're in a sex lifestyle. So that right away gives off the flag to them that, Oh, well, that's all they want. You know, that's all I care about then rather than be respectful of the person in and out of the bedroom. Even when we go to the sex clubs, I mean, we spend if we meet a couple there or we meet someone while we're there, like we're not just pre-scheduling a date there with a couple or anything of that nature. We literally, you know, um, we sit there and we talk to that person. It's not just a, a, a wham bam, even if it's just a half hour conversation, it's like, all right, I like this person. I trust this person. Let's go and see what we're, what we're comfortable well, doing. We might've shared it, but did we share, we shared our first uh, club experience. Well, me and you, when we met the couple that we went back to the casino with them and we weren't getting the, the signals they were throwing at us. We've talked about it on a long well, yeah, podcast. We and while we're sitting there watching another couple have sex, Karen started going down on me and some guy just sits next to me and says, can you share her mouth? And it's like, you could say hi first, maybe. Yeah. Or, you know, it's really not, <laughs> it's, she's it's really not Chris's decision. It's my body. So <laughs> I mean, come on. Yes. I know we're at a sex club, but yeah, but you know what? There are, and I want to put this out there because people, we get the all time. Oh my God, why do you do it? Why do you still look for single guys? If you're having these problems, because when you find the good ones, they're the ones that make it all worth it. I have a guy. I actually have a guy who I met through. He's a huge fan of our podcast. He's a, a big fan on our Twitter. And he's the guy that I, you know, met him for the first time. I was so comfortable with him that I gave him a blowjob. And he was very handsy with me in, in the parking lot. Um, he was supposed, he got a hotel room. He was supposed to wine and dine me on Wednesday and go out and um, basically cut Chris as well. He knows all the rules. He talks to Chris all the time. Super respectful. The problem is he lives three hours away. So this guy was going to come all the way down here. Well, a freaking blizzard happens. And of course I don't want him to die driving to get to me. So we have to reschedule that date. But when you find those ones that work, they're totally, they make it everything worth it. Well, that leads into my next question, which is what are some things that you guys look for in a single male? Because again, I think for us, it's mostly just respect and treating Kelly like a queen. Uh, my big thing is respect. It, it, like number one, it has to be absolutely respect. I do look for someone. Um, it's not a deal breaker, but someone who does enjoy going out to the bars um, and enjoying that nightlife. I, I pretty much tell people I live a double life. I have my my daytime life and, and occasional nighttime, obviously with my, um, you know, like my family and I live that life. And then on the, yeah, well, on a, the nights that weekend. I, yeah, on the nights I don't have my, my kids cause we have joint custody and things of that nature. Um, then I want to live that different type of lifestyle that I want to live. So it, I do essentially, you know, when they say, Oh, can I take you out for coffee and stuff? That's not really what I'm looking well, for. I feel like you need, Yes, you have to have a little bit of common interest. And um, obviously, he has to have been recently tested. I mean, that's a huge thing, especially in this lifestyle. Um, And he has to be comfortable with the fact that 
I am married, that this is not, you know, unless he's looking for Polly, which we'd have to connect on a different level. It's well, only, then you, then this you is all that this is going to be. Then you have to have a lot in common at that point. Well, yes. So, I mean, my standards aren't really much. <laughs> no. So, it's not like I'm asking for much and I really don't have high standards. I mean, I have to be attracted to you. But I don't, I get asked that all the time. Well, Karen, what's your type? I don't have a set type. I can be with someone that has a beard who who looks like, you know, a country, a country guy out there rodeoing it. And then I can be attracted to the typical Jersey Guido. You know what I mean? So I don't, <laughs> I really am attracted more to personality and I have to, I have to, this is why I have to meet you in person. I don't judge anybody off of solely off of their pictures. I have to meet you in person and see if, what I'm seeing in the picture is what it is, especially after our recent catfish uh, episode. But um, and I also have to be sure that I connect with you, Chris, because he's more bi curious right now. We're more so looking for a, a bisexual or bi curious male as well who is going to be okay with being with the both of us for Chris's first time. Chris doesn't want to be one on one with a guy for his first time. He wants it to be incorporated with me. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. And I will say this, doing that together is so I much mean, fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's the only thing I, well, I mean. Well, you, I mean, you recently found someone that we think might be a good fit. Yeah. You're still feeling them out. Oh, yeah. Man, let me tell you something. Social media is great, man. When you start meeting those, those people that like your podcast, it's just like, oh, well, hey. <laughs> so I have a question. So what platform, like you just mentioned social media, like do you find these people through your social media or do you use like apps like Tinder, Bumble, OkCupid, so, things like that? Um, we have multiple apps. We use like everything. Yeah. <laughs> but we found like kind of a couple on Twitter. Uh, we found the most recent one that is by yeah. on our Instagram. Instagram. Um, oh. And then we also have like Karen has a, a plenty of fish profile where she's completely honest in it. And it blows up all day long. Yeah. It can be a little overwhelming sometimes. But then, you know, I, I'm i also bisexual myself. So, Chris, you know, Chris and I both have, you know, Bumbles. He has it for him. And I have it for myself for another female, which I found a single female for Monday. Nice. You know, Let's update on Tuesday. Tuesday. I'm sorry. So, you know, we pretty much we're we like accessing so many different platforms because we meet so many different people. And feel some people are like well how how can you meet people you know that listen to your podcast you know sometimes well first of all you people do meet and greets all the time second of all some of these people they literally live through your podcast or they they relate to your podcast so much that they feel like they know you that these are the people that know exactly what I'm looking for and my expectations. I have the best freaking dates on. Yes. I really do. And if they want to meet us, all they got to do is follow our Snapchat because <laughs> we always post where we're at. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. The, um, like we, as I'm sure you guys are aware because you listen to our podcast, we both got Bumble again and like I'm over here struggling to get, you know, a match. And Kelly's like, Oh, I got like 50 of them yesterday. And I'm like, yeah. We, we actually brought <laughs> you guys up the other day because Chris was having the same issue on Tinder and on Bumble. And I'm on plenty of fish with, with, 1200 people want to meet you and Chris is like god damn it now I feel just like the naked relationship podcast <laughs> yeah it's like I feel so bad for Adam at times it's like it's discouraging for it me is. yeah when he's on bad as, as I kind of makes you feel yeah. it makes you feel completely bad for as the other partner but in reality 
we get so many people who like women who are like who are fans of the podcast are like oh my gosh chris is so sexy and then when they meet him out i mean the women that we've had for our relationships you know uh k b um, oh yeah christina becky all that whatever um Alyssa. Alyssa, these are smoking hot women i mean kelly these women <laughs> i'm telling you i wish they were i wish they were all just just into me and only me no, i'm just kidding honey <laughs> but um they these were smoking hot women who were extremely attracted to chris so he he it's just women on dating sites are not like no. like how i am like i respond to almost everybody as long as i'm somewhat attracted to you I, I and i and i joke about it um with her obviously christina we knew as she's a friend of ours but the other two i, I actually found them on whisper and people were like really not and was, for whatever reason i had better luck on there because I would just post something or I would comment on someone's post and I would be honest with them and, and they were cool with it where when you go on a dating website, you're struggling. These are people that want to get married for the most part. Um, they're looking for love. And I mean, you could offer love at one point, but definitely can't offer marriage. I think it's only Utah, right? Utah, yeah. I think you have, yeah. You can marry more than one. Sister wise. <laughs> but, you know, it's looking for. So it's, it's, I, can, I can see why it's hard. Um, we actually, I really like SLS for uh, couples. Couples, um, and I like Cassidy because I've seen a lot of single people on there. Yeah, Cassie, Cassie's starting to grow more on our side. I mean, Cassidy, uh, we've been promoting for a while, but Cassie started out on the West Coast, so it had to trickle a lot into yeah. the East Coast, and so now it, I, we've noticed a lot better um, reception with single yeah, people. Yeah, the only downside to that website is we got to talk to them. With the group events, I constantly get party events where people throw in a party in Vegas, and I don't live there. <laughs> like, I, we want to go, but we're only going to be there like three days. Like, send it then. Yeah. I get it. No, we, we honestly, we're mostly on SLS uh, for couples. We've also got uh, 3Fun and Field, which used to be yeah. Fender, I think. But funny story and, about Field, we definitely found a. Uh, a relative on field with her husband. <laughs> no, it was, it was not. We found my my exes, my kid's mom, her sister, and her husband on there. Yeah. Um, and I know, I mean, I know what she looked like. My wife worked with her for a little. I bit. worked with, but you here here's like super conservative family, like super conservative. She is super hot though, so it was like we were debating about swiping match, right. Swiping right. <laughs> We totally swiped. We totally <laughs> that button that tells you that you're into them, and we were like, "Let's see what happens." It's kind of going through the whole family, huh? <laughs> Be the first time Chris was trying to go after sisters. Uh, excuse me, I was young <laughs> and dumb. Dear or Tamara? No, kidding. Yeah, SLS is mostly you know what we use for couples and three fun as well. But I don't know. We we're on Cassidy. Um, you guys are how we found out about them, but. At the same time, we're not a premium member of that one yet. I would like to be, um, but it's kind of one of those where, since we're a premium of SLS, we, we're on SLS not, quite not a bit. To... Yeah, this, um, this will be our 10th episode. And by the way, congratulations on your SoundCloud of, what was it, 200,000? We got over 100,000 uh, listens on SoundCloud alone. And we didn't put it on there because we're trying to space it out. But we have over, I think it's like a over a 75% um ratio like subscription ratio on itunes um yeah we're wow. in so many different we're in australia sweden 
Finland, cool. England. Yeah. It's like, I, I like, I like when we get the, uh, we'll get like the emails from people and it'll be like a guy from like Scotland. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, they were in Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. No, Australia is where we're moving for retirement. Where? Australia, big on Australia. That's off topic, but uh, no, like, congratulations. That's an amazing feat. Um, I mean, that's incredible. We're not even close. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening, and thank you to Chris and Karen for coming on this week for our new episode. You can find our social media at TNR Podcast. You can also email us at Naked Relationship Podcast at gmail.com. And please do. We're still waiting on enough responses to go ahead and give out that $25 gift card. So, and then Chris and Karen, you're, uh, tell us about your podcast, where they can find that and how they can reach out to you. Sure. So our podcast is swinging along and you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeart, Stitcher, uh is that it honey <laughs> uh would you say <laughs> yeah i think i said them all okay. um we also we love emails and you can email us any questions or anything at swingingalong 69 at gmail.com and um you, you can find us on snapchat at swinging along you can also find us on twitter at swinging along 69 and on instagram at swinging along podcast <laughs> we knew this, that has never happened. We flow best when we uh, do it together. Yeah. <laughs> I was pretty like uh, well rehearsed, I'd say. You don't know how many times we have to redo that when we record our own podcast. <laughs> it depends on how many drinks we're in. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I love it. All right. Well, again, thank you guys so much. And um, we look forward to hearing your, your new episodes and, and um, continuing to talk to you guys awesome. as well as helping with Thanks so. for having thank us. Thank you for guys. having us. We, it made our Saturday even more sexier. So thank you. Definitely did. Well, thank you guys.